I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Can't you hear me knocking, everybody? You Welcome. Might need to start that because they said the word come just as you start <laughs> And if anybody hears it, they'll go, I think Peter just said, well, come. come. <laughs> said, come. Oh, Peter. Sorry, start again. Sorry. Can't you hear me knocking? Him? <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm just laughing. I'm enjoying the intro. You shouldn't. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, God. Right. Behaviour. Oh, Friday, man. Can't you hear me knocking, everyone? Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. West Ham with another Europa League win, but Spurs were humiliated. It's Friday, 26th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jimmy Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Black Friday special. Um, it's free. Black Fly in your blue Chardonnay. <laughs> what are you offering on the Black Friday special, Peter? I'm giving away all of my clothes. <laughs> Ones you're wearing, uh, they must go now. Yes, must go now. Uh-huh. Blimey O'Reilly, eh? What are you going to get on Black Friday, Jim? Uh, a whisk. <laughs> yeah, that's thing I could think of. Are you going to jam it in your one. mouth? Jam mm. it in your mouth like that yeah, man on Come Down With Me? Whisking Classic. it all away. Mm. Right, well, gentlemen, there was uh, some uh, European football action last night. I was about to say Europa League, but then there's another one, isn't there? Mm. That's where we go first, the Europa League Conference. Yes. Where, as Jim said, 
Before the show, Spurs have found their level. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. You're enjoying this, aren't you? I yeah. asked you yesterday, are you going to watch the game? You said no. Do you regret that decision now? No, I saw the highlights. And I, you... uh, I saw everything I needed to see. Mm. And here we are. You smug little sausage, Jim yeah, Campbell. Uh, I can't really refute that. Uh, Mura beat uh, Spurs 2-1, uh, of course. Uh, the Slovenian side with probably the greatest result in their history, uh, you would say. Antonio Conte uh, suffered his first defeat as Spurs manager, of course, but he's the lowest-ranked side in the Europa Conference League, overcame Tottenham Hotspur, and as Peter Jury on comms said when that winner went in, they have just beaten glory, glory Tottenham Hotspur. Mm. Does anybody say that anymore? <laughs> glory, glory he's Tottenham Hotspur. He's bringing it back. bringing it back. I, was bringing bringing it back. I think he's reminding people of what they used to say. <laughs> yeah. It was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. It was like proper, you know, proper... It reminded me of European football in my formative years as a football Let's fan. Let's call like, it the 90s. Well, look, f- f- it just watching a proper Minos from the former Yugoslavia in a in a in a in a slightly um, smaller stadium mm. beating a top ten Premier League side. I did very much enjoyed this. I love everything about this uh, this Conference League. It's a lot of fun. It's good. Their annual budget, uh, Mira, is six weeks of Harry Kane's wages. Yeah, I like to put it. Put it in perspective. I think people talk about the new manager bounce, but sometimes it's easy to forget that actually, if you come into a club where there's been a lot of trouble, um, and also especially you know, Mourinho's still not that far in the recent past, and he obviously causes all kinds of nonsense to happen. It's a bit like you're untangling a box of wires. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I do know, you know what I mean. mean. Like, it's like you, if your room's a mess, yeah. it's got to get worse before it gets better. Right. And so sometimes you get these little runs when a new manager comes in, and it seems like Conte is, is like very much in that. But it's, frame it, of mind. it's not even like a new manager bounce. It's very much at this moment in time, and in this match, it was definitely just two defenders slipping. It's a, it's a new, it's an old yeah. defender slip rather than anything else. In in we obviously um focus on Davos and Sanchez um for apparently uh, two mistakes to, to to let both the goals in. But I mean, he slips for the first, and then Ben Davies slips for the second. I, I thought it was harsh on him. Really, he's not being played very well, obviously, since he signed. Mm. He, they need to figure that out somehow, and I'm sure Conte will get there. But I, I did. I think the criticism of Sanchez in this match was a little bit too uh, harsh. Um, give it to Deli Ali instead. <laughs> well, he was hauled off after what was it, 54 minutes, something mm. like that. Um, but you're saying, Jim, that that they still need to untangle Jose Mourinho. You're saying that they should have given the job to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. <laughs> Well, yeah, now he's available. They'll probably feel quite silly. He's the man who seems to air out the, the Mourinho-ness of a club. Yeah, maybe. And maybe. then you it to the untanglio Conte <laughs> to untangle it. <laughs> it, it. It will remain a regret of theirs. But yeah. um, Conte himself chose not to speak to the players after the defeat and said he would speak to them tomorrow. Yeah. It's probably I, best, be, I would oh. want a transfer immediately yeah. if I was one of those Absolutely. players. He'd be I'd whittling knives. <laughs> I'd change sports. Yeah. Uh, Conte said, uh, I did not like what happened tonight, which is fair. After three weeks, I am starting to understand the situation. <laughs> now, what, what presentation did he make or indeed the board make when he was interviewed for the job? It was oh. a Potemkin village. Yeah, they <laughs> just played him, the, <laughs> they played him the Champions the final when they were playing against Liverpool like, yes. happened last year yeah. or, uh, or maybe they just showed him pictures of his salary but like here it is in coins here it is in notes <laughs> <laughs> this is how many whisks you could buy with it like, yeah, is that Black Friday or but it's like that kind of holidays from hell kind of Channel 5 shot from the 90s isn't it uh-huh. it's like well it turns up and it looked lovely in the, in the, in in the, the brochure yeah. I'm starting to think that video of Deli Ali was really old <laughs> <laughs> he said at this moment the level at top 
Tottenham is not so high. I am happy to stay here. That's a relief. But at the same time, I must be honest and tell you, we need to work a lot to improve the quality of the squad. Mm. The club is outstanding from the outside, which is obviously a nod to the stadium and all that mm. kind of stuff. But he went on to say, we have a lot of desire to work, but you can push a car at maximum level and sometimes it is not enough to be competitive. This road could be one metre or a hundred metres. I am not scared. I am ready to go and do this path, but we have to do better in everything, everything, everything. Oh, I don't, why, do, why do managers from the continent always sound better than our ones? Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Just, they, 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 in, they, they give you imagery mm. and simile and metaphor. And we get None of that from our ones. Yeah, which is, which is mad, isn't it? It's better, isn't it? Mm. Could you imagine, though, if that guy was going to give you a bollocking, not tomorrow, but the day after? Tomorrow <laughs> yes. would be awful. He's got such a long run-up at how much he hates you. <laughs> He's going to bring a car, isn't he? <laughs> He's going to push a car up a hill and then just let it crush us. But... I, I, I think he's sort of saying there that, that from the outside, the club looks, you know, all hunky-dory yeah. or certainly better mm. than, than what he's experiencing. I think he means the the, the first 11 mm. are a passable Premier League side. Yeah. But when you sort of dip under that, you, there's a lot of work to do. And that's, mm-hmm. that's systemic, isn't it? That's not that's yeah. outside his remit for the first three months, you would say. Well, also, I genuinely think when Jose Mourinho comes into a club and he does his thing where he sort of stinks the place out, he, he alienates half the squad. So there probably are players there that, that are... No, he didn't always used to do it, hmm. but in, in his latter years, mm-hmm. He certainly has done that, hasn't he? So there are probably a lot of players there that are still demotivated. Very true. I mean, Ryan Sessegnon was given a chance last night, yeah. and obviously, um, due to one thing and another, hasn't played much football at all. And he's sent off after yeah. half an hour. And I, I look at him and I just, you know, we know there's a player there. It's such a shame. Mm. Um, I mean, look, it's a sending off in, in the Europa Conference League. You know, hopefully we'll be given a, another chance. But I want to see him playing football because we know he's got quality. Yeah. But at the moment, trying to break into the side in a side that is not going anywhere sort of very quickly the old cliche then you do wonder but Antonio Conte you would say would be one of the men that you would want in charge to try and sort this out is he going to be that but the way that Conte used to play and the way he kind of manages would he, would, does he really care if Sassanian gets two yellows like it yeah, shows but, that he's committed I suppose uh, well I think <laughs> I, but again it's just a tiny little blip in the whole kind of yeah. uh, sea of nonsense at, at Tottenham but you know Conte if you remember what he did at Juventus you know got them back to where um, that he felt and many felt they should be of course but that's the difference is though mm. at Juventus it was a club that wins a very very yeah. successful club uh, and they had a bit of a blip and all that kind of stuff and then he got them back at Spurs he's trying to get them back to somewhere where they've not really been well yeah essentially where Pochettino probably had them yeah and that was particularly good you know mm. in their sort of recent history or in fact you could say the whole history of the club if, if you were going to be um, perhaps a, a bit grandioso about it so very interesting but Spurs can only finish second in their group uh, they could exit in the group stages, which, which would be quite damning, really. They need, what is it? They need to better Vitesse's result in the next sort of round of games. Or... And Vitesse have Mura, whereas Spurs have Ren. Yeah. It's a bit of a uh, bit precarious. Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, they face Burnley uh, this weekend, so uh, first jobs first. That's what you want, isn't it? At <laughs> Turf Moor as well. Big Ideal. Sean Dosh. Yeah. Want to stick the boot in there. Um, incredible. Um, speaking of Dutch sides in the uh, Europa Conference League, Feyenoord. Did you see this, gentlemen? They drew two all with Slavia Prague, uh, and uh, some fans obviously getting the plane home. Mm. On the plane with some of the Feyenoord fans, the co-pilot of that plane was Willem Alexander, the Dutch king. That's good. Whoa! But Can did you, you see the Olympic opening ceremony where Go the on. Queen and James Bond jumped out of a plane? This is nothing. <laughs> this is nothing. <laughs> was it like a helicopter? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. It was a helicopter. Yeah, because it was sort of hovering. Yeah. That'd be particularly impressive if it was a plane. It would. Slow yeah. it right down. <laughs> uh, so the, you, if the king wanted to, you you would basically go, so if you were on a plane, I mean, you know the Dutch king is up the, up the top yeah, here. Like, oh, you'd be like, well, we've got a liar, have we? 
You've got a liar on the plane. Until, Everyone, there's a liar on the plane. Until he jumps out the plane, I'm unimpressed. <laughs> well, yeah. So I'm reading about him. He's apparently so he worked for KLM for a little bit. What I mean, would he draw a salary? That's politically difficult, isn't it? I, <laughs> maybe. Don't know, mate. Yeah. Don't know. Doesn't need to. But oh, you put Google rabbit holes. Does it not make Live. you? Does it not make you kind of like um, a legend? <laughs> like a legend? Not make you like a, a bit of a risk. Someone uh, wants to so, yeah. dethrone, dethrone the Dutch king. Right, he's up there. <laughs> Kick him out. He's, he's, he jumped. There. Well, they're quickly looking on the, on just, the board. You know, he's there arriving surface, in two and a half hours. We have to, to air missiles. We have to, to have a king. revolution now. Yeah, exactly. uh, well, we'll leave that to the for the Dutch to sort out. Leave that to KLM to sort out, thank you. Mm, absolutely right. Yeah. And I shall not be flying with them until they sort it out. Yes, indeed. I want a maximum of zero kings on any flight I go on. I was on a flight with David Attenborough once. That's oh right, exciting. okay. He's like the king, isn't he? He's really? the real king. Yeah, yeah. It what? was great. That's I was I was on a flight with Billy Idol. Really? Yeah. I think so I win that one. Yeah. yeah, I think you do. Um, elsewhere in, uh, in in European competitions, uh, Leicester City beat Legia Warsaw three one. Leicester went from bottom of the group to top of the group with uh, that that win. It's pretty tight in there. Um, Iose Perez said there had been frank, open discussions in the dressing room this week, presumably to try and figure out the honesty of the group. Yes. They found it. They got it back on track. They won three one. Dakar loves a goal in the mm. Europa League. We know this. Good to see Madison twisting and turning and yeah. firing home. It wasn't just the goal. He had a really good performance. Didn't yes. he? obviously, uh, obviously got an assist from the corner mm-hmm. as well for Wilfred and Didi. And it's just yeah, nice to see him just playing with some confidence again. Yeah. Europa League's really good for this, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, you expect Leicester to win these games, yeah, because uh, they're obviously the, you know the, the, the big side. Show about the, is, the crowd trouble, of course. Yeah, is Pat Sandaka, I think now their highest scorer in European history. Oh, he might be. Oh, that's so. an interesting little yeah. quirk, isn't it? Yeah. Fantastic. He got that hat trick away from home, didn't he? Or was it? Yeah. Um, well, let, let, I mean, the thing is, you look at Leicester, and you think they could go on and do something in this competition. Yeah. And actually, for for uh, people sort of you know, the Europa League, well, no, that's the kind of thing that, that the real elite clubs would say. Well, is that worth? bothering yeah. to win of course it is yeah for everyone else it's great exactly you're back in the day if you won the cup winners cup or the UEFA cup brilliant that was a, a, a you won great, a cup yeah, exactly Europe. it was a great trophy to win now I know that the, the landscape is slightly different but essentially this has replaced them both um, so much like Black Friday it's sort of two for the price of one if you win this it's like winning the cup winners cup in the UEFA cup is that right mm, that's how they... is this what you were telling yourself <laughs> when Fulham were in the final <laughs> yeah and then I thought ah, it doesn't really matter does it nah. uh, balls to the lot of you well the championship's um, where it's at oh big time Jim big time uh, oh, but at Leicester uh, they're facing Watford this weekend mm. Claudio Ranieri going back to the king power going back mm. to see the king's power is it the first time <clears throat> I assume so I think it unless be, I'm missing it? an absolute trick here yeah because he Went off and he managed in Italy and so on. So yeah, and Watford are an absolute basket case at the moment. So who knows what you're going to get out that, of them? That, that's this true. Could be great. Will the fans boo him on his return? <laughs> I, just, I doubt it. <laughs> Imagine if they did. That'll be a bit strong. Bocelli's in the crowd. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, superb. Uh, elsewhere in uh, in the Europa League, Rangers qualified for the knockouts 2 0 over Sparta Prague. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's first game in charge, he said, You're now seeing some of my ideas. Mm. And is one of his high ideas to pressure the opposition defence to make ridiculous oh passes across yeah, the face of their box? If you've not seen it, do look at the, the highlights <laughs> from that. Defender essentially just crosses, crosses it in for Morelos to just nod it in from very close range. And like his head's in his hands and he's yeah. fallen to the floor before yeah. he's even crossed the line. <laughs> What was he doing? He just didn't look, did he? He didn't look and he chipped it across his own 
own penalty. Yeah, he played area. basically. Yeah, he tries to sort of <laughs> knock the ball over Morelos, who's standing on sort of like the penalty spot mm. to the defender, which is a ridiculous pass to make. <laughs> but Morelos actually had to put his head down to head it. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> like it's not. He's like he was at full stretch and he just flicked it with the top <laughs> of his really good finish. Well, yeah, I mean, it would have been a disaster had he missed it. Uh, but Morelos is now the joint fifth top scorer in Europa League history with 29 goals. Wow. It's quite something, really. Mm. Um, talking of the old firm, Celtic lost to Bayer Leverkusen in a very entertaining game uh, in, in Germany, I would uh, like to add. Uh, Joe Hart was in goal, um, having a lovely old time. Um, that double save. Well, Strong. I, say, I say having a lovely old time. That's not quite... I just thought it was quite nice to see him back in uh, a, a European competition, mm. uh, Joe Hart. I know he's been there for a while, but, you know, he's playing on a, on a big stage. <laughs> Jim Campbell, are you having that? What I did enjoy about this God, game... A few caps for England, and honestly... Know, right? just, a few it, caps it, for England. In Marcus a lot Bellas of caps heart for forever. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, Renfrey. Talking, talking of hearts, John Hartson was on Cocons. Right. I thoroughly enjoyed the fact that he would absolutely lose himself every time Celtic scored, mm. particularly for the first goal. If I can, if I can play the audio here. That that is John Hartson. <laughs> yeah. Did you know Taking that? off. Have you ever seen anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> the kings and the cockpits. <laughs> Absolutely glorious. But Celtic lost. They, they dropped down to the Europa League Conference, possibly to play Tottenham in the next mm. round, but we don't know. We mm. need to wait on, on, on that. Of course, the kings of uh, the Europa League at the moment are West Ham for many people. They won their Europa League group with a, with a game to spare, meaning they go straight in uh, to the knockouts, of course, uh, beating Rapid Vienna 2-0 away from home. Uh, David Moyes said, job done, yeah. <laughs> Can't really argue with that, can you? He was pleased with the result, but with regards to the performance, he said, it's probably a good sign that I'm not totally pleased with the way we played. And that is where Moyes finds his true happiness. Get the result, the performance, he's a little bit miffed. He likes a touch of the melancholy, Jim, and he's, and he's, and he's happy. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it shows you where they're, where they're at, isn't it? That he's finding fault at a, you know, a very functional European away win. Yeah, but, and it bodes well because they made eight changes uh, from, from yeah. last week's uh, 1-0 defeat. Uh, to Wolves and that's what uh, honestly that's what the Europa League is so useful useful for isn't it it's keeping that squad fresh and if things aren't working with you know your your nominal first team you've mm. got someone who's got some match sharpness to come in and take their place mm. yeah so if you're moving them around and he's getting a performance but basically. a lot of teams struggle with it don't they when, they when they've been without it for a while but West Ham seems to, seems to be thriving with it well we often say this don't they because people say oh they've qualified for the Europa League poison chalice oh, mm. did they really want to do that and I understand for a squad with uh, a team with a small squad, then yeah, maybe with sort of injuries and fatigue and, and so on and so forth. And West Ham do have a little bit of money, and they've you know they've signed some players, you know, so it's not say the same as when uh, you know I don't know when was it Stoke City or whoever mm. got into the into the Europa League all those mm. years ago. But I st- you, you do like a team who are not used to playing in Europe. They take to it, they really relish it, and they're yeah. playing really really well. I mean, they're having a great season all round anyway. Um, and uh, oh, Jim, did you enjoy Sonny Perkins coming on for the last thirteen minutes? Because I know you like a, a, a sort of a, 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 an East London boy with a, mm. with a, with the name Sonny. Oh, is, is it, are you suggesting he's the new Sonny Pike? <laughs> well, no, incredibly he pl- niche <laughs> reference to what one episode of Football Focus in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> for those who remember, he nearly scored. The keeper made an absolutely superb uh, point blank save, which was incredible. West Ham go to the Etihad to face Manchester City this weekend. Pete mm. Donaldson can. David Moyes returned to Manchester triumphantly because his West Ham side, they, 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 a lot of the neutrals are getting behind them. I like, look, I, I, you know, to go back to Vienna, uh, I thought Yarmolenko, that he will be my prediction 
for the first goal scorer mm. in the uh, photo score later on. But little, little uh, spoiler there. David Moyes' uh, kind of current role at the club isn't really managing. He's just shouting at Thomas Suchek. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just go forward. Thomas, stop defending. Go <laughs> forward. And I'm loving it. I'm really, really enjoying it. They, they could get something out of this. Look, Next round, of, next round of the uh, next round of the Europa League um, is you know all the Champions League dropouts. They won't play those, but they'll play them next round. Mm-hmm. It could be for, could be playing Man City this week, Barcelona in a few weeks' time. Poor, How beautiful. About How about that? I love it. All right, everybody, let's have a quick break. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. English media uh, typewriters ready, please. He's going to talk about Harry Maguire now. Hoe vond je hem de laatste tijd? Hij pakt rood tegen Watford. He's uh, really shit. <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. I don't like that disrespect to England's Harry Maguire. Exactly. I like the fact that they swear in Dutch punditry. Yeah, it well, does... you swear in foreign, can't you? Does that surprise fine, you? Yeah. I guess not. Love those reckless, beautiful <laughs> boys. Right, everybody, it's time for emails. Showerfootballramble.com. Really like his hair. <laughs> the microphone rumble there. Uh, yes, uh, I'm just getting up my emails because my PC's gone a bit wonky. Uh, we've got a message PC from gone mad? Ollie. PC <laughs> gone mad. Ollie uh, says uh, with uh, Richard. Ria Kapoor, uh, now seemingly representing Crystal Palace in boxing. Do you expect other athletes to start doing the same? Can we see darts players, golfers, cyclists donning club colours? If so, who would you like to see? Oh, I like that. Yeah, nice open-ended question. Yeah, Football spreading into other sports. Yeah. Really I'm trying to think of... of, of uh, I mean, Kasabian represent Leicester City on the stage, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> they always do. Right, okay. yeah. In the same way like Oasis used to represent Manchester City. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, okay. when you... Oasis have supporters more than fans, don't they? So that's sort of translated as well. <laughs> they nearly went on the ultras. 
Did they not nearly sponsor? Because it was very they, yeah. different, obviously, back in the day when Man City didn't have much money. But, of course, the Oasis clothing brand were a bit like, eh, hey, yeah. that's not I'll happening. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what do you reckon, then? Who, 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 would, we like to, who would we like to see? Um, I think maybe you nominate a boxer for each club and you just have to find your hardest fan <laughs> or maybe like a UFC thing what fight what you got to fight the boxer We'd like, your hardest you, you, fan like, you got to fight each club finds its hardest fan yeah and then you just whack him in a cage and yeah. <laughs> cool and maybe, maybe it mirrors the fixture list yeah who, yeah. who would I think you're Arsenal's hardest fan? Uh, yeah, I was about to say Arsenal, Arsenal v Fulham would contest the final. I'm not sure about that. Okay, well, uh, it's uh, it's an intriguing prospect, and uh, yeah, um, who knows? Who knows? Uh, show at footballramble.com for that type of nonsense. This Sunday at 4:30, Chelsea play Manchester United. Manchester United have reportedly reached an agreement with Ralph Rangnick. Uh, to become interim manager on a sort of six-month uh, contract. Mm. He would then stay for another two years or three years, some people were reporting it, um, in a consultancy role. He's head of sports and development at Locomotive Moscow at the moment, so it's subject to their approval. I'm quite astonished by this. Yeah? Because it seems like quite a well-thought-out idea. Yes, yeah, not it? the hat-stand Man United that we've <laughs> yeah. been It feels to. a bit like... The managerial equivalent of getting Henrik Larsson on a short-term deal. <laughs> it <laughs> I mean, is. Everyone's always wondered, could, what would it be like with Rangnick in the Premier League? And like, obviously, he's got this huge reputation for good reason, but we've never actually seen it here. So, yeah. here we go. Well, it's interesting because Rangnick did an interesting uh, interview with Ben Littleton in The Guardian a couple of years ago. And he spoke about the role of the sporting director and, uh, and whatnot. And in this country, often that role is seen as just not very... Meddler. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Needless meddler. It's yeah. not very English or whatever. Mm. Uh, and that's obviously, clubs do have sporting directors in the, in the Premier League now. Get that Rasputin out of here. <laughs> sure. But he talked about it and, and, it and it sort of does make sense. I understand it, it, necess- it doesn't necessarily work out well. It's like democracy. It, you know, you have to have it, but it doesn't always work out well. Yeah. And, uh, and with sporting directors, you know, when, when clubs talk about, oh, well, we want to play the such and such way or this is how we play at our club... It's usually a bit of a myth because mm. if you have a manager who comes in and then just does it his way and then changes everything, well, that that you're, you're completely sort of uh, you know um, at the mercy of who the manager is and how the manager performs and so on and so forth. Yeah. And Manchester United, well, it was Ferguson for so long, mm. and of course changed with the times and and built everything. Since he's mm. gone, it's not been hugely successful. There's been the, the odd trophy here and there. Has he gone? <laughs> Has he truly gone? Came back in the form of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for a bit, but it didn't kind of work out. Whereas Rangnick is a huge uh, comp- uh, a huge proponent of the sporting director and, and often takes on that role at various clubs. He has mm. been a manager, of course, and whatnot, but he is considered the godfather of modern coaching in Germany. Well, he's, when, he's, kind of like, he's kind of like, I hope you have enjoyed my protégés. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> even when they won the 2014 World Cup, some were attributing that win, it's somewhat, a little bit, to him because right. of what he developed. Well, it's, a, it's the joined up thinking, isn't it? It's Completely. making sure there are succession plans, which is exactly what, you know, Man United has been, like, gagging for, essentially. Is it yes. Julian um, France? Because he said as well that yeah, he, well, yeah the, very similar, because he's, he's, the plan is that he's going to take the managerial role for six months and then he will stay on for two years as a consultant mm-hmm. because he wants to make sure that what he puts in place is actually 
put into practice, which is... I don't like is, it, Jim. It's not, no? it's not, like we say, it's not Man United, is it? No, no not the new one. Not it the sounds, new one, It yeah. sounds but, annoyingly like the old one. <laughs> no, but actually his style of football and the way they, they sort of want to do it, the high pressing, the quick turnovers, the kind of, you know, Klopp is, uh, mm. well, disciple is perhaps too strong a word, but certainly heavily influenced by him. Man United, not really a possession-based side. So if they tried to go down to the Pep Guardiola, I just feel that yeah. that would perhaps not be the, the, the right thing. Is Poch a good fit then? I think he is. I think yeah. Poch, I think that actually, um, with Rangnick coming in, you, it steadies the ship a bit, puts this all this sort of stuff in place, and then you go for the kind of the, the, the right manager again, pressing and and sort of high octane type of football, which Pochettino, which Pochettino does. And Rangnick, you know, he has experience in English football. He, he studied in Stuttgart, um, but he did make eleven appearances for Southwick in the Sussex County League while on an exchange programme with the University of Sussex. Why he, are you saying that like we don't remember it? He knows the country. <laughs> he's on, he's <laughs> All right. on the telly, Marcus. <laughs> Jim's on the telly. Um, so it's. I, I think this is a good appointment, actually. Mm. Uh, it, it, well, if it happens, it, we're yet to have confirmation. So they've probably given it to uh, you know Eric Cantona by the time uh, we're out because he did announce himself, didn't he, on Insta? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, what was that about? It, it was completely... He to be involved. Uh, and well done, Eric. I thought, oh, what's he selling now? But he just seemed to just stand there and go, hi, uh, I'd like to announce myself as the new Manchester United manager. <laughs> it's it's like just confusing. a plain background. There was nothing yeah. going on. Yeah. There must have been a lot of Man United fans who saw that thought, oh, not again. And there would be some who have gone, oh, yeah. that's a good idea, that. Agent of chaos. Give it Eric, give it Eric to end at season, uh, <laughs> etc. But no, I think Rangnick um, coming in, I think it all makes sense and, and, and it would... And also with the youth and so on, that is one thing Manchester United fans and you know people at the club do like the whole kind of youth policy. He's overawed, he's overthrown, overthrown, some sort of <laughs> rebel. He's he's um, transformed youth uh, academies and, and whatnot in other clubs mm. as well. So I, I have high hopes for Manchester United uh, with regards to this, but it will take a little bit of time perhaps. Yeah. Well, they've got a fun December <laughs> with the teams they're playing. Burnley, Newcastle, Brighton, yeah. Brentford, Norwich. I mean, you would hope you'd be picking mm-hmm. Enough points there. Yeah, yeah and after the, such a good uh, performance against Watford, against you know those types of clubs, you know they, they'll, they'll be on for a points haul, won't they? But they have Chelsea, uh, of course, on Sunday, who've looked very, very impressive. Well, sad news uh, for Chelsea. It looks like Ben Chilwell is going to miss the rest of the season. That's awful news. with his injury because he's oh, he's been playing so. I mean, you wouldn't want to wish that on anybody, even if they've mm. been playing badly, of course. But but it is even more of a kicker the fact he's been playing mm. so well, football of his life. Yeah. yeah. And the way that Chelsea have been uh, playing with the wing-backs, with mm. Chilwell and, and James as well, has been so yeah, good to yeah. watch. I mean, Rhys James is the best player in the world at the moment. Correct. So <laughs> Man United might struggle with that, do you think? Uh, well, maybe. I don't Fernandes know. Fernandes will be off the bench, no doubt. <laughs> um, Saturday, 12.30, gentlemen. It's Arsenal versus Newcastle. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. How yeah. about this, boysies? Go on, have a ding dong. I'm going yeah. down. I'm going down. I'm going to watch it. Are you going to? I'm going to hide. Agent Donaldson's going to be in amongst the Reds, the wheezing morning Reds. Are you sit next to Jim. Wheezing morning not, not Reds. Sat next to Jim. Do you hear that? Why not? You're scared. Well, I still remember like ten years ago. We've not. Like, I don't think Newcastle have won. I think they, 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 I've got it down here. Seven. Yeah, they've lost seventeen of their last eighteen meetings with Arsenal, which isn't great. Obviously, mm. bit of a bogey team as, as their league form. Do you would remember suggest. when Newcastle couldn't win in London? And then it was away at Highbury. They beat Arsenal yes. 3-1. I mean, Shearer scored and they finally did it. But there was this weird thing. They could never <laughs> yeah, win in London. Yeah, definitely. And, um, it cost too much for a pint. They just, like, just <laughs> lose their minds. so angry. Really distracted. No one says hello. Yeah. No one speaks on the tube. <laughs> All that stuff. But I still remember Andy Carroll's score on that header. I think the last time Newcastle beat Arsenal. Yes. Uh, yes. Like something like 10 years ago. <laughs> I still remember sitting in the Arsenal, uh, yeah. in the, within the Arsenal fans. 
uh, and my ex's dad told me to sit down. And you're thinking that Joe Linton could do something similar? I'm just thinking, well, I mean, who else have we got that towers over everyone else? Very true, but Callum, Gale. Callum Wilson could nip in, though. He could nip he's in. more of a nipper than he's a He's more of a nipper than a tower. I am a little, very good I'm a little bit nervous about this game. I have to say, I mean, I'm always nervous before an Arsenal game, generally speaking, but uh-huh. I think... Especially when you're t- facing a team who've lost 17 of the last 18. <laughs> no, but yeah. it's got to yeah. come That is nerve wracking. He's not won a game all season. Eddie Howe, though. He's got to get a... It's not even Eddie Howe. He's still locked in his hotel room, isn't he? He's on the phone, though, isn't he? He's on the phone. He's on the phone. Eddie's on the blower. Well, he's he's been busy banning football stuffs as well. Football stuffs? Yeah. Right. Food stuffs, I've been Oh, food stuffs, right. Sorry, yeah. Well, he he said this week uh, that although he hasn't banned ketchup, he admitted that he has banned his Newcastle players from eating biscuits. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit rich. He's holed up in a hotel at the moment. That's all he's eating. How do you know? I don't know, mate. Right, okay. Well, that's all you can get in there. I'm stopping the players eating, eating ice cream sandwiches where the biscuit is the bread. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? Well, Eddie said, biscuits aren't flying around here, I can assure people of that. <laughs> where does he go where they fly around? Yeah. I don't know. My what, goodness. What weird criticism. Garibaldi. To face. There, are, like uh, there are things we have banned. Our sports science team. They banned the sports science team. That's a bit... Uh, historically, there were some things I was not happy to see flying around the changing room. Some foods. Thinking back, to the, that I had to get involved. But I don't want to go into the detail on that. What was it? What so were they what, eating? Why, why are things flying around, Eddie Howe? What, I mean, what, he what's so not, But he's sort of talking about it. It's just like, kind of like, like, coquettish kind of like... Where? Well, he's really shy about explaining what's been eaten. Let's let's just, you know, call it what it is. There's a problem with food fights. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds endless like food it. fights in the Everyone's eating room. wimpies, bender in a bun, <laughs> drinking <laughs> Sheridan's liqueur. Oh, that's a real china plate. Don't chuck that at me. But to be fair though, like if you're in a food fight, don't throw biscuits. There's no, no. giving a biscuit, is no, there? There's no giving a biscuit. That's true. Exactly. You've yeah. always said that. I, have I, really, I really want to take part in a food fight. I know you, you, it's very wasteful. You can't do it. Mm. But <sighs> Sounds a bit Tory dungeon. It does, know, doesn't it? Sounds <laughs> a bit like Bullingdon. Got really you, into food Why do you arrange one then? Because it's a huge waste of food and it's incredibly crass. Well, buy some very... But yet you food. still want to... I'm not saying it's like some something industri- I'm proud of about myself. Mm-hmm. It's, I'd just be interested. Okay. Gunjamin James. <laughs> oh, Gordon. <laughs> um, so, food fight. Your first name turns with Gordon for that one, will you? <laughs> <laughs> that bad. You want to get involved in food fights even though you abhor them and fox hunting. No. Well. <laughs> get rid of that. Right, Jim. Uh, Mikel Arteta said he wants Arsene Wenger back at the club and said there has been communication with Wenger about a return. Yeah! Yes. He, said, I, he said that he talked to him when he went to see the film, the Wenger documentary. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I also invited in? Shang-Chi and, and James <laughs> Bond and all the other things I saw at the cinema. <laughs> They're going to be in the dugout. Yeah. I, I mean, look, Wenger has a beautiful voice. We know you can charm, yes. and mm. exactly, Jim. Yes. And he said, when watching the film, he said it was incredibly pleasant to see him and chat to him, and hopefully we can bring him close. Aww. I mean, when you're in the dark with Wenger, you just want to bring him close, don't you? Mm. I've not really got an answer for that. Okay, but um, would you like to see him back at the club? Jim? Well, I would like to see the relations between him and the club be a, a bit more um, cordial, cordial to the point where he feels like he can actually return and stuff mm-hmm. but we don't want a situation where he's sort of hanging over the club in the, in in, the, in a similar way to how Alex Ferguson does yeah. just because that has been perceived to be a problem at Man United though doesn't mean it would be at Arsenal there would obviously be very different situations but I, I think the idea of him having a sort of role 
might be a step backwards. I don't. I don't think it's a did good idea. Did he ban mm. food and all that kind of stuff? Because food. But, I don't uh, think so. No, that that would be counterproductive. But did he? <laughs> but he came in and sort of. He did. Yeah. He, he sort of changed. It. I mean, he stopped the players eating like fish and chips and like <laughs> like doing a, like a yeah. yard of vodka before a game. So <laughs> I, I think there was maybe a little. He, he there stopped was, some there was more to it than that. <laughs> yeah. But he, but he was a bit like, like all right. You know, I, some of the changes I think were quite obvious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what is this? Uh, it's a it's a vodka luge boss. <laughs> what is the way? What is this here? Yeah, he thought to himself, ketchup, yeah, fine. You know, you, you've got to be practical with these sorts of things. <laughs> um, speaking of all this sort of stuff, uh, did you see the Switzerland coach, Murat Yakin, gifted 9.3 kilograms of Swiss chocolate to Northern Ireland this week for their performance against Italy? Do we know why it was that specific amount? I just think he just, as much as he could buy, and it happened right. to come to that tally. <laughs> what, in the, in the petrol carriage? In the, in the custom, just as the custom he, form. Just as when he gave... I, I just sort of think that that's very kind, but if I was a Northern Ireland player, I'd be like, no, I'm happy with that. Mm. Who doesn't like a bit of Swiss chocolate? But mm. we have to wait to the end of the season. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing this for you, mate. Yeah. Get him a milker. Get him a tray of milker. Gordon Bennett. Um, <laughs> on, on Saturday at three o'clock, Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa. Mm. Steven Gerrard goes up against Patrick Vieira. Uh, not for the first time, of course, but the first time in the dugouts. Uh, Gerard has created a private Instagram account for his Villa squad as a way to build team spirit at the club. How's that going to work out, Peter? Dank memes? I just, just damn massive dank 420 69 memes. Uh, I don't, I, who's going to be the first person to like, hack their way in? I don't know, but the account called Body Password More... not slipping. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the account called Body More One has been created to allow the squad to access clips of training sessions, highlights from their first game and motivational quotes from the coaching staff. It's Ooh. very clunky and it's very yeah. kind of like, what's wrong with a Discord or something? What's wrong with motivational like a little, kind of... quotes, I'm not sure I like that. They're <laughs> just going to be like on a picture of a sunset or something. Picture like. Tom Hardy, you're talking about yeah. the grind, drinking water, sleeping in a race car bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of like, you know, billionaire obsessed geeks. Love never, it. Never sit on the comfy chair. Talking about Bitcoin. <laughs> Smashing. Excellent. And now it's time for Betway's 4 to score. Entry to Betway's 4 to score is free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's 4 selected matches for your chance to win the £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further tees and C's apply. Game 1, Brentford versus Everton. Sunday at 2 o'clock. Jim, who are you going for? I've gone for Brian Embuemo. I think <sighs> Brentford at home are an interesting proposition mm-hmm. and he has smacked that woodwork a lot. I mm-hmm. think he's going to get it right this time. Lovely. Okay, interesting stuff. Uh, game two, Manchester City at home against West Ham. Sunday at two o'clock also. Peter, who have you gone for? Goalless until the end of the match and then Yarmolenko comes off the bench and scores a lovely looping header. Right, okay. Very specific. So the, the way that people criticise my picks on this bloody feature, mm-hmm. like they're, they're right every week. Who's criticised you? Luke. Well, he hasn't said anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and we, we, we both criticised him. Off air, off of this game. So yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us yeah. as well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, game three, Leicester versus Watford, also uh, on Sunday at two p.m. Andy had this to say: "Hello, Ramblers. Andy here with the fourth score pick for Leicester versus Watford. Now I know what you're thinking. After what uh, Watford did to Manchester United last week, he's going to go for Emmanuel Dennis, um, Josh King, etc., etc. I'm not going to get lured into that. That was Manchester United last week, and that was Watford last week. I am going to." Go sensible, go safe, go for Jamie Vardy to get Leicester back on winning ways and at least score first. So Jamie Vardy is my pick. Jamie Vardy there. Game four, Chelsea versus Manchester United Sunday at 4.30. Always tricky when you're playing, when, you, when, when you're picking for one of the big boys because you don't know who's going to start. Mm. But as Jim said earlier, Reese James is the best player in the world right now, scoring a lot of goals. I've gone for Reese James. 
So there you have it. Brian Mbembo for Brentford versus Everton. Uh, Yarmolenko with Manchester City versus West Ham. Jamie Vardy in the Leicester-Watford game. And Rhys James with the Chelsea and Manchester United game. So there we go, everybody. There are our picks. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. You can play for free at betway.com forward slash four to score. Further T's and C's apply. You've got to be over 18. Do gamble responsibly. For more information on that, head to begambleaware.com. Dot org. And now, everybody, it's time for this. It's the algorithm. What do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked. Welcome, everybody, to Marcus's game. That means we're doing managers, everybody. <laughs> As we say, Peter, fire in your bollocks, head in the freezer. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. and you take. Flames in your fanny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> managers, everybody. Managers. Remember, national teams count. It's who, which teams they have managed. Right, yes. okay. We don't want B-sides and we any don't of that want kind of crap. B-sides? Uh, B-sides, B-teams, sorry. Yeah. Uh, we want we want the the, the, the the full teams that they have managed, of okay, course, okay. even if they've managed a team for just five minutes. They have managed them in some capacity, of course. Jim, you are above Peter in the seedings. Bloody hell. You and had in, the belt recently. Life, standing in his life. Um, so Pete gets to go first. Yes. All right, Peter. You hope you're ready, everyone. Maybe I'll fare better on the managerial side of things. Maybe you are, Maybe Peter. Maybe you are. Mm. Now then, the first man that we have for you managed eight teams. Eight teams. He is McClazza to his friends, Steve McLaren to everyone else. All right, then. Eight All teams. Right, then. Steve McClazza Claren. Steve. There's a clue. <laughs> oh, that was an interesting noise. What have you got, Peter? Can I have a bid from you, Peter? I'm going to go for four. Oh, that's a nice bid. Thanks, mate. Oh, Jim, the strain and pain yeah, on the face of Jimmy. I'm going to let him go for four. I can't. My mind's gone blank. Oh, Peter, let's see if you were bluffing or not. Four teams that Steve McLaren has managed... Take it away, baby. Your friend and mine, Middlesbrough. Your friend and mine, <laughs> Newcastle United. Your friend and mine, England. Your friend and mine, FC20. It's 1-0 yes. Donaldson. 1-0 to Pete Donaldson. And that, the fella tearing up his season ticket and chucking it at him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a man. What a man. Uh, Middlesbrough, England, FC20, uh, Wolfsburg. Of course. Yes. Mm. You prick, Pete. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Nottingham Forest. I thought um, Forest as well. Derby Going County. Five. Derby County. And Queen's Park Rangers. Yeah, everyone's managed them. Everyone has managed them. Has the second man managed them? It's 1-0 Pete Donaldson. We move into the second round. It's Jim Campbell up first. This man, still managing. Mm-hmm. He's managed four teams. Four teams. Thus far. It's yeah. Thomas Tuchel! Tommy Tuchel. Tommy Tukes. Okay. God, that's annoying. Tuchel. Come on, think, Peter. Think. Um, you know what? I'm just going to go two. Two? Yeah, you can do three, surely, Peter? No, I can barely do two, No, 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 you, you, you can do three. Are you telling me I can yes. do three? Yes, Well, I'm just telling you I can't do three, and my destiny is in my hands. I'd like Jim to name his two, please. Disappointing. That's why I'm Disappointing. Well. Okay, Jim, two muggy little teams that Thomas Tuchel has managed. <laughs> uh, muggy little Chelsea and muggy little Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. I thought I'd try and catch him out and make him trip over the third one, but he didn't even, he didn't even rise to one? it. Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, of course. God's sake, Jim. Come on, yeah. Got them to the Step final of the Champions League. For sake, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> final of the Champions League with PSG. That was right there yeah. for you, you knobhead. Exactly, yeah. 
Could have gone 2-0 up. And Mainz was the other one. Yeah, of course. I, 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 fair enough with right. Mainz. Uh, but I would have known that if I'd looked at the Wikipedia earlier. Yeah, today. okay. It's 1-1. One, one. Okay. Nicely poised. Yeah. <laughs> We're moving. Isn't it of high quality today? <laughs> oh, 14 for McLaren. Wasn't bad. Um, this man, Peter. This man. He's managed four teams. Four teams. It should have been more for my money. Your friend and mine. It's Kevin Keegan. Oh, Keggy. Come on. Come on! Uh-huh. It's one all. Chance to go ahead. Uh-huh. Every round is a chance to go ahead, unless you're losing. Am I, have, I, have I got the choice? You've got the four, choice. Four teams managed. Uh-huh. Is that it? Wow. Mm. All right, well, I'll go for the four then. He's going for all four. Yeah. Jim knows. I mean, yeah, everyone knows. I feel like I've given yeah. away a penalty here, yeah. and there's just yeah. nothing I can do about it. It's just fate, isn't it? Yeah. Man? Right then. It's fate, mate. Far away. Four teams. Kevin Keegan. England. Fulham. Newcastle. Uh, oh, hang on. Uh, Man City. There it is. Full house. You really thought you might stumble. I Man City, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really did. I was like, I knew the four, but in my head, I couldn't remember Man City. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Man City. Yeah. Does his soccer circus not count? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it always the case in every club? one in there somewhere. No, four teams. Four teams. Um, it's two on Peter. It is. You need this, Jim. I do. And what you need is a straightforward one. Do I? Mm. This man has managed 15 teams. Oh, God. <laughs> it's Neil Warnock. Neil Warnock. <laughs> oh, okay. good. To stay Fucking in the Lord. game. <laughs> good God. Just pick anyone. <laughs> Any- <laughs> Just anyone. Yeah. Anyone. As long as they're not foreign. <laughs> Because he's not any foreign. I can't possibly say, Peter. I'm the games master. There's so many of them. There is so many of them from, from lower down the leagues. Yes. So it's <laughs> a fold one. There are. There. I'm going to go for five. Five, Jim. Uh, there I'm, are pitfalls all over the place. I here. I'm, I'm so making Jim name these fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be stupid to go over six. Absolutely stupid. There's no way you needed to go as high as five. <laughs> 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 I, I thought to myself, do three, should see you over the line. Yeah, right. But he said five, and we like that. Yeah. We like yeah. that on Marcus's Luke's Kate's game, whatever we call it yeah. each week, because we want people to have a go. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Okay, then. So, five teams that Neil Warnock has managed, and you have to bear with me here. Okay. Far away, Jim. Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. QPR. Cardiff. Middlesbrough. Palace. Well played, sir. Beautiful. Well played. Well Did he do played. wed as well? Uh, let me go through them. Burton Albion, Scarborough, Notts County, Torquay United, Huddersfield Town, Plymouth Argyle, Oldham Athletic, Bury, Sheffield United, Crystal Palace, QPR, Leeds United. Yes. Um, uh, uh, we mentioned Palace, QPR as well. Rotherham United, Cardiff City, Middlesbrough. He's the FL72 of managers, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's I a... actually stopped listening there, so I've had to do it again. Like... <laughs> well done, Jim. Well, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, it's all square. It's two all into the final round. This is wonderful. <laughs> Vintage Marcus's game, you could say. Let me guess, the next Newcastle boss. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the next man is Ollie Gunnett. No, uh, this man has managed seven teams. Seven, seven teams. teams. It's Roberto Mancini. Yes. Robert, that beautiful man with the beautiful torso, lovely hair. Great player back in the day, of course. But he's now a manager. As, uh, How many teams does he manage? Seven. Oh. We're going to need a bid fairly soon, Peter. Oh, from me? Uh, three. 
Three? That's not a bad guess. I'm going to go for four then. Four for the win. Sensible. Yeah. Peter, can I hear no, five? Can I five from me? I'm right then, Jim no. Campbell. You've been very good at Marcus's game traditionally. Mm-hmm. You need this to win. If you don't get this, then you are the loser. The loser. Yes. Um, so seven teams. Roberto Mancini. Fire away. Man City. Italy. Inter. This one is a bit. Here of a we point. go. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. And as we like to say, it's the last frame and the last black. Sampdoria. Has he managed Sampdoria, ladies and gentlemen? That is the question. That will determine who's won the game. We'll be back after this. Has he managed Sampdoria? Pete Donald. Hey! Well done, Jim. Uh... An unforced error. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Fallen down a well there, haven't I? I'm only joking, he has no joke. Uh, he managed Fiorentina, Lazio, Inter, Manchester City, Galatasaray, back to Inter, Zenit St. Petersburg in Italy. Wow. I, you know, I thought I'm glad one of I didn't go because I had Roma. Me, obvious, but it wasn't. <laughs> Who did you have? I had Roma down. Roma, Manchester oh United. <laughs> Roma City in Italy. <laughs> I forgot about Inter. I should yeah. have played that. You were get, idiot. getting mixed up with your Lazios and Romas. Yeah. This is the worst quality game we've ever had. <laughs> No, it, no, I mean, guaranteed it would have involved me somewhere. <laughs> no, it was exciting. It was exciting. Very yeah, tense. Get exciting. that on your fucking spreadsheet, that blog on Twitter. <laughs> Jimmy, Get that on the fucking spreadsheet. Jimmy the B. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy the B. Oh, oh, dude, a mate just... of mine always criticises me for not being good enough at this game. And in advance, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can get excitement from the Europa Conference League, as we know. We can get excitement from this. Because it went right to the wire, ladies you and gentlemen. Spurs it up, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Moura won it. And Moura. Uh, right yeah. at the end there, ladies and gentlemen. What Nak- a victory. Moura. What a victory. Um, so there we are. Excellent stuff. Mm. We've reached the end of today's show. But before we go, I should say that myself and Andy Brassel will be doing a football ramble first this weekend with live build-up to Chelsea versus Manchester United on the Spotify Green Room app. Oh, Absolutely right. It's easy to download. Don't be like, oh, but I haven't got the app. Don't worry about it. You can get it. It's easy. It takes Mm -hmm. two seconds. It's free and it's a lovely old job. We'll be going live at 3.45 after the 2pm games on Sunday because there's a lot of them. And we'll be bringing a few of you listeners on mic to ask questions and debate with us. I'm going to do some karaoke. Yeah. So you so you can so you can, you know, say all sorts if you like within the realms of the law. So if you fancy a chat ahead of Ralph's first game, join us at 3:45 this Sunday on the Spotify Green Room app. It will be a bloody lovely time. Mm. Get involved. So there we are. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. Pleasure having you with us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. You're welcome. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Peace in the valley, peace in the city. <laughs> Lightwater Valley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much, everybody. See you on the Green Room app at Sunday, 3.45. Ta-ta. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.